Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome back into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb here in studio alongside America's Wealth, Financial, and Income Coach. That is best-selling author Coach Pete Deruda having a great show today, talking about things that we need to be focusing on as we head into new seasons of life, whether that's rebalancing our portfolio, understanding budgeting rules, or uh, just figuring out what to do with all that crypto noise that's out there. <laughs> you never know, Thomas. You never know. You never know. Listen, I got a clip here from Olympic gymnast and business owner Dominique Dawes. Small business is huge here in America, and she has a clip on running a small business. Thought this would be interesting. The economy, I will say, is greatly struggling. I remember early on taking advantage of the SBA's not only loan opportunities, but also the free mentoring. I would go to a library in Rockville, Maryland, and I would sit down with a gentleman that was one of the SBA mentors, and he would guide me through this process. It is very challenging for a business owner. As I mentioned, when I scaled my business, and I opened my second location, we had determined that it would cost X to open our doors and do build out, and it ended up turning out to be 2X. Um, however, I do hope that there will be some correction that occurred down the road, and it's not stopping me from doing what I'm doing, because again, my why, my drive, is to ensure that we are planting positive seeds in the lives of every young kid that's out there. However, I will say um, it's challenging for small businesses. Uh, it's an interesting clip there. So I know that you deal a lot with mentorship, and I know this is probably a big struggle for a lot of folks getting started in the small oh, business. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the biggest mistake is not thinking about all the different expenses that exist out there. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to open up a business. Yeah, and uh, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Where's the money going to come from? Oh, i got plenty of money here. And I said, what about all the licensing fees, uh, the taxes, employee fees, employee yep. costs? Yeah. <laughs> Power bills. I do. Food I, would, costs. I don't. What it's do you want crazy, to it? Thomas, when you sit down there and you get a you know, one of those yellow pads out and you start writing down all the different places the money has to go. Yeah. Yeah. And and, it, and it's amazing to me when I've, when I've consulted with some of the businesses that they're that they're in business, but without their sheer hustle and determination and and ability to work for themselves, yeah, eighty to one hundred twenty hours a week, they would never survive. So when you look at, you are working. 120 hours a week so you don't have to work 40 hours for somebody else there you go yeah <laughs> so and you're it's getting true. paid less so <laughs> it's just you got to be careful everybody wants to be here's here's a good way to say it everybody wants to be in business for themselves but most people yeah. shouldn't be yeah no i, I they think don't that's have the really right, you know everybody wants to be but there's not there's there's just not enough good ideas out there to keep you in business and and the more inventory you carry the more chance you have of that inventory going obsolete right before your eyes my dad had a computer store yeah a whole chain of them. He had four of them growing wow. up. He had one and two and three, all all down Highway 74 in North Carolina from okay. uh, Whiteville up to Monroe. Uh, wow. If you ever gone on Highway 74, no, no, I'm and not familiar so, with it. Uh, Lawrenburg was headquarters, and Highway cool. 74 takes people from Charlotte to the beach. Usually. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Rockingham, that kind of thing, and so 
he he had gone to one of these Comrex uh, was one of the shows there Comdex Comrex whatever it's so one big big uh, yearly show like they have the expo now the the okay. electronics expo that kind of thing and they yeah. have all the deals there and a couple of the Oki Data was the name of the company they had a great deal on printer ribbons back then and so he <laughs> bought a truckload he really did wow <laughs> we had storeroom full of uh, I mean it's just whole storage room full of different printer ribbons printer for ribbons. all the different because they had all these different kind of printers back then yeah Oki Data you still see them if you're getting a speeding ticket or if you go to court that's the courthouse printers that's what they use with a triple kit that kind of thing I remember the name yeah I think airplanes airports used to use them too yeah you could hear it go they make that yeah because you could sticks it with you get three copies that kind of thing anyway yeah he ended like one's the ink and then the two other ones are carbon copy kind of thing I remember that. Yeah. Uh, so then, all of a sudden, there's the, something that came out called the inkjet. <laughs> right. <laughs> no need for printer ribbons anymore. And so that basically was that was it for that business because inventory ate it alive. So if you're going to be in business, in my opinion, is the less inventory, the better. And surely, don't want inventory that could be obsolete. Yeah. The that's best true. inventory is in your in, between your two ears. It's your mental inventory. No one can copy that. They can try to copy the outside, but they never know what's really on the inside, do they? No, they don't. So be very careful when you open a business. And we do a lot of consulting with that. So if you want to, if you have a business idea, you want to sit down, we'll sign a non-disclosure. We want to make sure you know you don't have to worry about anyone stealing your ideas. Most yeah. ideas aren't worth stealing anyway, to be honest with you. But it's good to <laughs> it's good to hear from somebody else. Your family, you know, if, if they, they have to agree with you, they're going to be in trouble with you. So get a third opinion, a third set of eyeballs, somebody who's not related to you. Tell if it's a good idea or not. Yeah. And then show, to map out what it's really going to cost. Not just the first couple of months, but the first three or four years uh, to stay in business. And, and if you think you can come out ahead, and we say ahead, I mean, if you're going to take all this time, I mean, how much money above what you put in do you want to make? I mean, you got to figure that out, too. If you're barely staying in business and, and you're making less than you could if you were uh, delivering papers. Right, yeah. Then you should be delivering papers and not doing that. So yeah. you have to do that cost-benefit analysis again. And we'd be happy to do that for anybody who's thinking about a business or in one that's struggling. I've got some great marketing ideas. I've written some marketing books as well. So go, right. give me a call if you want If you want to find out about that, if you're a business owner, you want to find out how to maximize your business. That's great. 800-661-7383. 800-661-7383. Again, we're here with best-selling author, America's Wealth Financial and Income Coach, Coach Pete DeRuda. That was a rambling answer, Thomas, but it, it really went. Maybe, no, but it was yeah, good. It. I liked it. I appreciate yeah. it. I know there are a lot of our listeners out there who got a lot out of it as well. Well, the you know, backbone of America is small business. It is. And small business defined by whoever you want to define it be. I, I think 100 employees and under is small business. I agree. Some people who have 500, they say, hey, we're a small business compared to the big boys we compete against who have 50,000. So small business, in, yep. in quotations, is all relative to your field, I guess, what, yeah. how, how small you consider it. But most of the businesses that, that I've talked to over the years are 50 and under. Mm. Yeah. 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 But that still, makes- hey, backbone of America. It is the backbone yeah. of America. So I I wanted to get your uh, thoughts on a couple more things. We've been talking about uh, ideas and concepts to look at as we head into new seasons of life, thinking, you know, new year and and everything around that. What about this? We we hear people talking about set your budget, pay down your credit card debt, keep an eye on your credit score, things like that. Here's one for you. Paying a bit more principal. So so this this could be applied to credit cards or your home. or or, What are your thoughts on that? Well, here's another thing. You don't have to pay an outside service to do this either. So if you have a 30-year mortgage, the minute you do it or whatever you want, you figure out what your payment, well, you know what your payment is, but take that payment and divide it by 12. So let's say you have a twelve hundred dollar payment. Okay. So twelve hundred divided by I'm making it easy for radio, Thomas. Twelve hundred divided by twelve, that's a hundred. So tell the mortgage company you want to pay the mortgage payment every every month, but you also want an extra hundred dollars to go right towards principal. Mm. You gotta tell them to put it towards principal, by the way. Yeah. If you do that, you'll pay that thirty year mortgage off in about twenty four years. 
Very okay. nice. So you take six years off by putting just $100 extra a month in that mortgage on that particular example. Whatever the mortgage rate or whatever the mortgage payment is, you divide that by 12 and you give that amount to amount to the mortgage company. If you want to pay it off even sooner, you you double that or whatever. Like sure, so sure. You, yeah. It's up to you. I but the it. more you can put towards principal, the earlier you put it towards principal, the sooner you'll pay that mortgage off. That's good. And so let me ask you about this as well. Taking advantage of credit card points. Uh, this yeah. is something I know that you, you use. How, how much should people focus on this? How much should it just be kind of a, a passing thing? Well, it depends on how much you have to pay for that credit card to get these points. Okay. Some of them have these $500 annual fees or more, then you have to you have to really, really, really charge a lot to get to break even on those points. Yeah. yeah. If you have a card that's uh, no fees or very low fees, it doesn't take too many charges to start earning those points the right way. Okay. But if you can get free points, why not? I know Amazon has a credit card and you get 5% back on whatever you spend on Amazon if you use that credit card. That's a pretty good deal. Five. So you basically have a 5% discount on Amazon. It is. So you look around, find out what makes sense to you if you fly a lot there's some flight cards that cards that come a benefit on that again it's what it's all about how many times you use it versus what you're paying it's kind of you gotta average out what it's worth to you thomas yeah if you love the luxury of of being going to being able to go to airport clubs and you only go a couple times a year but you love that then you you get credit cards that enable you to do that it's whatever you like to do that's a really great point and so i'm going to squeeze one more here into the show before we have to leave and this is similar to confirming budget confirming where you're putting your monies this is confirming your retirement number and i I don't want to uh, vocalize this as maybe that could be your age or the amount you're saving, but say you're in the financial red zone, that 5, 10, 15 years before retirement. You need to know what I call your magic number. And your magic number is not what year you want to retire. It's what kind of income you'll get at whatever year you retire. There you go. And so we put out a chart that shows you what the different ages and what your magic number, what income you'll be guaranteed to get for the rest of your life based on what age you retire. And it's good to see if, hey, if I waited two more years, I'm going to get a whole lot more money. Or if I need to retire now, that's what I'm going to do. But this also factors in Social Security, making sure you maximize your Social Security, but also maximizing your income potential with money you've already put aside. The biggest mistake in the financial world is people that think they don't have enough money for an income plan, but they're sitting there with gigantic balances in 401ks, 403bs, or whatever, TSPs, but they don't have any income attached to that. So see what kind of income the money you already have put aside, that big lump sum, what could it convert to, and what could be the... The worst case scenario with that, that's if the market kept going down, you wouldn't lose any money, but you'd get a lower income than if the market goes up, you get even higher income. Mm-hmm. So see what kind of income you can get without having your money dissipated by a bad stock market taken away. We can't lose our money we need for retirement before retirement, especially if we're close to it. That's in that financial red zone. So, Thomas, let's do this. Let's put together that real plan that'll show you that magic income number, what kind of income you could already get based on money you've already put aside that doesn't have an income number attached to it. You really owe it to yourself and your family to see what this true income number is. Not saying you have to do it, but why not see the facts? What they used to say on Dragnet, just the facts. Let's see just the facts about what your income number could be and never take any risk anymore with some of that money. And make sure there's no gimmicks, no, no financial termites, no bad things for you. Make sure you have that total plan, retirement autopilot, that financial fill-up strategy. That's what we talk about every single week for you and your family. No cost or obligation. This is a golden ticket offer for the next 20 of you call. You also get three of the books I've written that will help you make financial decisions. That will help guide you all the way through retirement. All right, folks, that number, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword PLAN to 600-700. That's PLAN to 600-700. Coach P Radio.
information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.